we're going to rewatch The Office, and we hope that you enjoy rewatching The Office with us. That's a bad slogan. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to The Off Five. A podcast where two new friends talk about The Office, and we've got to do it at you. Yeah. We're talking at you, not with you. So welcome back. We're talking about the launch party episode of season four, episode six, I guess, technically. But if you're watching on Netflix, it'll be the second half of episode three. It's all very confusing. But it's not our fault. It's not our fault. So Wikipedia is the best thing ever. Here's... Oh, wait, we already... We don't need to do that. Oh, what am I doing? (laughs) So refer back to the first episode. I was like, wait, I didn't even (laughs) think I'm on the wrong thing. So if you missed the first part, we talked about the Wikipedia. We talked about the trivia. We talked about how the turntables. We talked about the references, the questions, the fashion show, the documentary. Now all we got left is characters. But we usually spend a long time talking about characters. That's why we're cut that one off and we're picking it up now. Do you think the world is crawling with Phyllis's? Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, We'll start with Ryan. He gets a pizza smashed on his face, and it's not just any pizza. It's good pizza. It's the good pizza? Right. Probably. They probably had it by then. Yeah, because the hostage situation hadn't resolved yet. <laughs> because the kid's still telling everyone that he's being held against his will. <laughs> Which I'm surprised anyone heard. It didn't really seem like that was the dynamic. No, it didn't. Although Ryan did hear it. So maybe at Ryan's end of the party, there's lots of TVs, one for each area. Oh, Right. I mean, what platform platform are they using? Um, Skype. Scoop. <laughs> Skype. Uh, Wolf. We have Wolf. Uh, so I had a question about Ryan. Okay. Is he seeing anyone? Yes. Please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's more distinguished. I do not think that is funny. <laughs> yes. Please let us know. <laughs> Bueller. Yeah. So uh, he's at corporate, and and he has super duper. Duper, duper, sparkly, shiny shoes. Have you noticed that? No. The bottom of his shoes are so clean. Oh, you mean when he's has his feet up on the table? Yeah, you can he see like it? never walked on the, <laughs> on the pavement. Maybe he keeps them at work, or maybe he just got them. Or he only walks on a red carpet. Yeah, he has, makes it sure everyone rolls out the red carpet for him. Um, what else does he do? Well, he's he's a uh, it's a big day for him. He's launching this website. Um. You have to think that he's only been in this position for about like three months, maybe. Mm-hmm. So this is a pretty big project to take on in a new position, in a new role in three months. Yeah. It's pretty crazy that Jim almost got this job because Jim went in there and was like, hey, everyone likes me. I'm a salesperson, blah, blah, blah. And then Ryan's got like an actual plan of a brand yeah. new thing to do with the company in addition yeah. to doing what Jan did. Because Jan didn't, wasn't doing any like big picture stuff like that. She was just... Managing. Like mostly managing. I mean, she must have been doing other stuff because that wasn't very much of the time. But, but you know, like had a big project like that's a huge game changer. Yeah. And he's fresh out of business school. So he's got those ideas flowing. Mm-hmm. Flowing deep within him. He uses a lot of cliches, though. Apples to apples, flying at 30,000 feet. It is what it is. Yeah. Buying paper. Fun. Yeah. yeah. He's He may or may not have already started using methamphetamines. <laughs> methamphetamines? Or amphetamines. Or speed. Doing, I thought he was doing coke. What's the difference? You know, <laughs> apples can't we all apples. just get along? <laughs> got to start. Div- uh, got to stop dividing this country into the meth users and the coke users. <laughs> Come together. Yeah. That's what I always say. Yeah. 
Well, I think that's possible. Uh, he does seem pretty manic, especially when he does the fake typey thing on his desk. Yeah. And that he's when get- he's introducing the branches. Right. Or like at the very end, he does like a looking at the thing. Yeah. Seems a little, a little out there. But you know, when Jim and uh, Pam were separated during the beginning of season three, there were some episodes where Jim and or Pam would do something where it seemed like the other one would really appreciate that. Yeah. Or where they did secretly appreciate it, but they didn't know the other one had done it. I kind of feel that way for Ryan and Kelly. Because Ryan's like, I'm going to make buying paper fun. And everyone's like, no one cares. And then Kelly's like, it's so much fun. Oh, oh my, my God, gosh. It says yeah. You, oh, it says you bought paper. So it's like really only for her. So they really do have some similar. I'm not saying they're good for each other or anything. But like they are kind of similar in some ways. Yeah, they totally are. That was actually one thing that I was going to point out about Kelly is that she's ordering the paper online. And she loves like, you can just put it in the little cart. Yeah. It yeah. says, thank you for shopping at Dunner Mifflin. And you see her do it. But the problem mm-hmm. is. Does that before you buy it? You don't have to actually pay for it. Yeah. If that's, if that's your high, just putting more things in. Ha, 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 look at it. Look at the numbers Man, getting bigger. Just wait bigger. till Amazon comes out. <laughs> Amazon's out. Oh. Came out in like the 90s. But they only have books, right? Yeah, but I was buying CDs and stuff on it in 2001. In 2001? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow is accurate. That was 19 plus years ago. Oh my God. Um,. And then Kelly has Daryl deliver a ream of paper to her, which is so funny. And he stands up for Kelly in front of Dwight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I had for Kelly. So let's talk about Daryl now with her. Because, uh, he, he, yeah, he, that's a good moment. He says, how about instead of bothering little Miss Kelly Kapoor over here, you go over and sell some paper like a big man. This is like sweet little sweet Miss little, Kelly Kapoor. Sweet little Miss Kelly Kapoor, <laughs> yeah. Well... That would probably work on anybody. <laughs> um, Nathan included. He's, he's got a cool little handshake that he does with uh, Jim, kind of showing that him oh, and yeah. Daryl are good friends, even though they don't see each other that often. But I don't know, because in Colorado, I don't really know what people do here. I can't figure it out, because I know so many people here that aren't from here. As a greeting? Mm-hmm. In, in Albuquerque, people hug all the time. People high-five all the time, like, as like a greeting, like a hello and a, or a goodbye. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, like at least among the people I know. But then also everybody that shakes hands does a thing. Do, do oh. you do a thing where you're from? No, I don't. I've just lived in so many different places. I feel like now mm-hmm. I'm going to have to learn a new thing. It's not complicated. Here, I'll show you. So this is what you would do if you were like me. So you'd be like that. Oh, okay. Every time. You, so it's like a, you know, your hands go flat against each other and then you pull back and then you, you fist bump. And yeah, so weird. I'm so used bad. to doing that with everybody. Like it didn't matter if they were one of my friends or a person my age or wherever I met them. That's what people would do. And now that I've lived here for like three years, I realize I like if someone started doing that to me, I'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like I, I actually don't remember anymore. But that's not like a if you saw me do that with someone else, that wouldn't mean we were close friends. It's just what everyone in Albuquerque does. Well, maybe we should bring it back. It's hard. I'll start doing it. OK, but you're leaving. <laughs> I'll bring it to Oregon. <laughs> OK, cool. Are you taking the Oregon Trail there? We were thinking about it, but it sounds pretty treacherous. We'll just ford the river. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> we'll pay for an Indian guide. <laughs> Make sure you buy enough supplies. Hunt. Hunt if you need more. Don't run out of bullets. You know, I think it's fine. <laughs> just uh, the dysentery. A lot of people die. Yeah. It's so funny when you're playing Oregon Trail and you have like multiple dun, accidents dun, dun, in a row. And it's just like, oh, someone broke their leg. Oh, they're doing better. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Oh, I only like the like really old fashioned version that was like yeah. just a little wagon, like three pixels. I have that. You do? Yeah, I bought it. It's like a handheld version of it. That like the the keyboard looks like an old keyboard, but it only has like ten keys on it. But they're and you just play the game, and it's on a little screen like oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, oh, who else is next? Meredith. We already kind of talked about her in the last or part one of this episode. Um, singling you out. Man. And getting her cast signed, her pelvis cast signed. Glad to see she's out of the hospital. <laughs> you we are? didn't say that in the last episode, the reason Michael had that car with the navigation was because he was getting his other one repaired <laughs> because he had <laughs> dented it when he cracked Meredith's pelvis. <laughs> I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's in pretty good mood for what, what it is. Does she show any other real signs toward Jim like this, though? No, but she's also maybe she's still on painkillers. <laughs> yeah, which which kind? Percocet, <laughs> oxycodone, hydrocodone. Yeah, Jim's blank kind of scared look when she walks away. Oh, he's just my. like staring, like <laughs> like he's just seen the ghost, wide eyed, like <laughs> no reaction, just not bored, fear, like just thinking about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fear too. Um. Yeah, Meredith wasn't there for the like announcement of oh, Dunder right. Mifflin Infinity, so I wonder what, how she's feeling about the whole thing. Oh, I thought you meant the announcement of Jim and Pam. Oh, and that too. Yeah. I knew there was something else she missed. <laughs> yeah. So does she know that Jim and Pam are together? Because who would have told her? Creed? Creed is not reliable. Kevin probably texted her. <laughs> <laughs> the tall guy's kidnapping her or something. <laughs> Whatever he would have said. Yeah. PB and J. That's what Pam Kevin would have said. Beasley and Jim. What a waste. Not <laughs> what anymore. Oh, wait. Oh, I like the scene uh, where Stanley's kind of dancing when the music's playing on the website. Oh. I was like, Stanley, you're dancing. No, I'm not. <laughs> I liked, he has two really good lines. Um, one we already mentioned where he's. Please <laughs> <laughs> do. Kelly says in the note, she's like, does it mention if he's seeing anyone? And Michael says, no, but I'll find out tonight. <laughs> Because <laughs> these two are very interested parties. And then Stanley says, yes, please, please <laughs> let us know. So this massive thing, the website, which is going to affect everyone's jobs because they also have to be like, f- you know, filling those orders and doing customer service on them and like knowing about it, being able to tell people about it. That Ryan just sent a memo to the main office and said it launched today. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a bigger deal than that? There's no training involved. Like... And Phyllis doesn't even know how to use her BlackBerry. These are too pe- little. These are people that don't know anything about being online. These are some old dogs. I mean, Creed has a website, which he thinks is a website, but it's actually just a Word document. That's true. And we can't tre- teach them new tricks because it's illegal. Yeah, illegal. Just like holding someone hostage. I don't know if you can tell, but we recorded the last episode, Dunder Mifflin Infinity, and this one on the same day. And we keep cross-referencing them because this is like what happens when we watch the two episodes at the same time. Yeah. Um, I knew this was going to happen. But me too. Good. Hopefully you, it doesn't bother You said we could leave early is the other thing that Stanley says. <laughs> he said we could leave early. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, looks like I fooled Stanley. Like, <laughs> that's not what Who he Who else meant. was fooled? And then Kevin raises, <laughs> everyone raises their hand. Kevin's just like. <laughs> you fooled them. Yeah, so we talked about Phyllis calling out Stanley's dancing, but she also has a big plot with Angela, where she's trying out some new techniques to deal with a difficult person. Yeah, from a real book. Oh, yeah? 
called How to Deal with Difficult People. It's a real book? Yeah. Was it by? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Not nothing's popping up. Oh, wait, here it is. One second. Is it by like a doctor? There's an audio book. That, it's on the IMDb, it said. But, oh, Gil Hassan? Um, let me see. Yeah, Gil Hassan. Hassan. Smart tactics for overcoming the problem people in your life. Let's see. Here's six ways. One, change the subject. Respond to whatever they say with another topic. Distract them. Two, triple the attack. Say whatever they said, whatever they sad bad. <laughs> now I'm not trusting this. So say whatever they sad bad about you. Only much worse. Make it absurd. Mm, no, okay. it's Coping with Difficult People written by Robert M. Bramson, PhD. Thank them. Say, thanks for sharing that idea. Are all considerate. Snow them with kindness. Snow them. It's the coping one. Coping with difficult people. Robert M. Bramson. Robert M. Bramson. It identifies the seven personality types that victimize the people around them and offers six basic steps to coping with each one. Here's a book by Malcolm E. Rockwood, and it's called Difficult People. How to deal with a-holes at work, at home, and at life. And then it has a person holding a paper that says, F*** off, you f***ing f***er. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right well this is a good tangent but let's get it back to it get back to it um so anyway she's trying these techniques out with angela like i want to understand what you're saying but it's difficult with that tone and stuff like that and angela is impervious to all of them she's yeah. like a gladiator and she finally just wads up all the post-it notes and throws it at angela's face that worked yeah that seemed to shut her up yeah Although Angela is going through a really hard time right now. She's going through a double grieving because of her cat and now her relationship too. And Michael keeps calling her mean names like yep. Pipsqueak, Booster Seat, and then... You must be this tall to ride the roller coaster. Yeah. All in the same episode. I noticed that yeah. way before. Like, why are those... Like, he just all of a sudden starts doing it and then stops. I know. Like, just one day he's like, she's too short and I'm going to let her know every chance I get. <laughs> and the next day he's like, I think she knows by now. Yeah. And then she's like talking to herself and she's like angela put together this party angela you only have 46 dollars and oh and your cat's still dead she does kind of sound like a pipsqueak when she does that yeah it's true <laughs> um she is being like so mean though about the spoons to phyllis uh, yeah because phyllis tries to use one of those techniques and say like you know like you said could you please change your tone mm-hmm. and she's like Phyllis, do you know what a spoon is? Spoons so have mean. rounded edges. And then she does that with a fork and a, a knife. It's like, yeah. girl. Goody. Goody, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's pretty pretty unpleasant. Although Angela will get hers later. Yeah. I like her quote about the notary because she's having a hard time telling Dwight to uh, oh. stop it. Is that this episode? Was that last episode? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I'll just follow Um, Who else do we got for characters? Andy. Andy. Speaking of Angela. He is another team up with Dwight. Yeah, he... Oh, for against the computer. Yeah, for the first part, and then the opposite of teaming up with Dwight for the second part. I love that moment when he's trying to come up with a way to celebrate when Dwight makes a sale, and he's like, zippity-doo-dah, and then Jim, like, makes fun of him, and he's like, I can't tell if you're... <laughs> he's like, I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> or okay. a gong <laughs> he's like mm-hmm. yep. yeah he looks back he's, and he's like, just like okay uh really hard for me to let things go <laughs> so i guess his anger management training 
worked because he's not angry, but he also doesn't seem like he has the coping skills he would need. It just seems like he became a less angry person, which I guess is what you would want, but I don't think that's how those things actually work. I think it's you have to put in the work to not respond to your own emotions that way. It's not just like you just become a happier, less angry person and you don't have any skills still. It's like that's he's the still, dream, I guess. He's All he cares about is acknowledging that Jim is making fun of him and then he doesn't do anything about uh, it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. And then so they steals turn. Oh. an ice sculpture. Oh, yeah. To impress Angela. That's what ultimately gets her interested. Yeah. Plus, he has a deal with Angela. Like, an, I'll, I'll scratch your back. You yell at me for that type <laughs> deal. <laughs> you said your back itched. I didn't ask you to scratch it. Angela has personality problems. Not that he sh- should have necessarily done that, but this is like the whole episode. It's like her being like, I need help, but also not accepting any help, just doing the being opposite angry of that. Yeah. Like, and like not getting them to even help, just like belittling them instead of uh, like accepting the smallest amount. Like she'd prefer to have an itchy back all day yeah. than get a bit of help. So that she can complain about it and feel bad for herself. Yeah, I think that's true. That's very on brand. Absolutely, it is. Um, we talked to Jan on the phone. She's not going to go to New York because those people aren't her friends. <laughs> yeah, and then Michael asks her, well, can, can I, I invite, invite Carol? Can I have your permission can to invite I... Carol? <laughs> oh, that was just the first girl that came to mind. I'll think of someone I haven't slept with. Yeah, because it is weird to have someone from like older seasons just brought up like that. Yeah. You know. Especially because that is Steve Carell's actual wife. I guess that, that makes it less weird. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It is funny to ask, though. But it, also with Jan, she's like, she doesn't want to go, which I understand. But then she's like, if it's really important to you, go by yourself. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> um, And then Michael is... Are we are we talking about Michael? Or I want to talk about one other character. Okay. Dun Myth slash Sis. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Dunder Mifflin website sentient Yeah. Chatbot. I think the best part about this was when he says, how do you know I'm not Jim? And then Jim walks away. And yeah. when he's walking to his desk, it says, what is a Jim? Which is like <laughs> so good. And that like solidifies in Dwight's mind that it's yeah. a computer. And he doesn't like question it again. No. Oh, Gaim. Gaim? Nothing. Oh, Jim? Jim. Um, yeah, exactly. But the computer says things that only a person would know. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It's not that crazy. He already believed like the facts from the future thing and stuff. Yeah. He he said like that does happen to computers and robots. Sometimes they, they come alive. And the other part I liked was when Dwight insults him in binary code. <laughs> and I looked up what the binary code is supposed to say. Oh, thank you. No, thank you well, for caring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, And it didn't mean anything like straight out but like if you take the zeros out and flip it around and then replace the zeros this is like a fan theory Mm -hmm. it says why don't you fo like yeah (laughs) wow why don't you fo why don't they just do it in the right order i don't know because it's that's why there's not even a swear word that's why that's that's like a theory oh okay that makes sense i mean that seems like the kind of thing he would be wanting to tell the system at that point yeah well i he's been like well he's like i think it's i'm programmed to destroy you I'd be like well you're supposed to destroy all the salespeople, right and he'll be like i'm singling you out <laughs> that would have been really good <laughs> couldn't do it in the tone though oh 
Yeah, you are the superior being. <laughs> That's when we got a nice moment. Pan doesn't even originally want to prank him because he's so depressed. Yeah. But they have to because it's like back to old school. Like they only really prank Dwight for the most part when he's being insanely obnoxious. Mm -hmm. And in this case, he is. Yeah. Especially the air horn. It's really the Andy air more horn. than anything. They yeah. prank Andy. Yeah. But I guess Andy's being selfless because he doesn't actually getting anything out of this except for not working, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, even though Dwight is able to beat the computer. Angela doesn't care. Right. But also, he wasn't going to beat it. The thing about the salesperson is you don't have to pay it and it works all night. Like, yeah. As soon as Dwight clocks out, it would have beat him again. Mm -hmm. would have just been like yeah. and then also dwight like pulled out all the stops this day but he even used his stolen staples leads and he was just doing that just to prove a point yeah and to try to win angela back and i guess it worked he does the weirdest things to win angela back <laughs> yeah let's talk about he could uh, have just stolen an ice sculpture want to talk about jim and pam yeah they have their own language where they don't even have to talk and then they talk about um the moment that they knew that they liked each other mm -hmm. at their picnic on oh, the, on roof. the roof. Yeah. yeah. It's like their grilled cheese. Yeah. Picnic. At first I thought it was rude of them to take an entire box of pizza up there. But after I counted that there were eight pizzas and you know, that many people there were, it's not that bad, you know? Yeah. Which one did they take though? I don't know. Cause he doesn't even open the one he ends up taking. Oh, he just goes, well, that was great. Maybe it said it on the top, but you don't get to see it. Did you yeah. see what they were eating? Mm -mm. Hmm. And, uh, wouldn't it have been crazy if they came down and everyone had been arrested? Yeah, I know. Oh, I left my coat in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, going up is just drive home cold, I guess. Yeah. Jim is actually trying to keep Michael on track when he's making the announcement, making sure he like gets to the announcement. Oh, Oops, yeah. Like, oh, is that really mm -hmm. what, what he wanted to ask you? Like, not, the, not to come and tell him jokes or anecdotes <laughs> that he can memorize. Uh, mocking Andy is pretty funny. And then... He he actually tries to end the hostage situation. Yeah. Like he does, for yeah. real. Whereas Kevin, like, since we're not ending the hostage situation, maybe we could get pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Which is halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael I mean, um, but Jim goes into Michael's office and is like, Hey man, this could get you in real trouble. And then he like even has to point out that it is a hostage situation to Michael because he's like, it's like, it's okay. We're just like, you know, I'm just holding him for ransom. Yeah. Oh, like a hostage. Mm, like, let's not jump to conclusions. Yeah. I think you're overthinking. I think you're underthinking it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, me too. And I like when Pam calls not it for going to their, to their <laughs> thing. Ty goes to the girlfriend. So. That was really cute. Mm -hmm. Ty goes to the girlfriend. They're just so cute at interacting. I know. Um, But Michael... He said, this is all about Michael. He's, I think, he says some things like this, but I think you're supposed to think that Michael has this idea because he was Ryan's boss and he knows him better than a lot of people that he's going to be, like, treated like, like he, he, you know, with a lot of respect. Like, he, he raised Ryan, you know, and Ryan did this and he's getting invited. He wants to have a lot of good stories and be, you know, make a good impression. And that's mostly what he's concerned about. He doesn't care about the party. Until it involves him directly. Mm -hmm. He doesn't. He's just like, yeah, just go home. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm going to the good party. And everything switches when he finds out he's not. How can you How can you mess that up? How, I know. <laughs> how could you think that that's... Has he never heard of a website? And he only had... It's had like an invitation with a plus one to the web party. 
<laughs> yeah, what? He was like, why wouldn't he just lie? I can bring whoever, you know? Yeah, that's really bizarre. Um, but Jim knows it right away. And actually, he's probably pretty excited that you just have to go to New York with Michael anymore. Yeah. Um, it's but, funny, but like when he says, okay, see which one of you it is. I would yeah. just be like, oh, no, we're going to hang out together. Yeah. Oh, we had plans. Well, and that um, is another thing that Michael keeps asking Jim and Plan. Jim and Pam to come over for dinner, mm-hmm. which is like foreshadowing of right. your, one of your favorite episodes. Yeah. The dinner party. And he's, he doesn't even like, Jim doesn't even come up with an excuse. He kind of just changes the subject. He's like, ah. yeah. So where's the, do you have the address or? Yeah. <laughs> there's one of those in the next episode too. Oh. But I love when Michael says, I'm not going to cry about it. I already did that in the car on the way home. That's like with Jim. <laughs> like. He was crying. I love when he calls Ryan and he's like, if you tell me that I have to turn around and go back to screen and I'm going to throw up. And then he's like, and you don't hear what Ryan says, but then you're like, I'm throwing up right now. I'm throwing up right now. <laughs> Michael gets, he gets no respect at all in this episode because there's another part where, where he calls up and he's like, he's like, can I speak with Alfredo, please? <laughs> okay. Then can I talk to a manager? Okay. Well then can you tell the manager? This? <laughs> like, can you imagine calling a place and say, I want to talk to the manager and they're just like, No. <laughs> And then you're like, okay, well, we have this person and we want a discount. And then they're like, no. They're Goodbye. like, that guy isn't even a good worker anyway. You can keep him. <laughs> they said no. Yeah. But it's like he he was told no to this hostage situation by a person that's not a manager. <laughs> Just like the person who answered the phone is like, nah, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's multiple ones where you can only hear one side of the conversation, which is really good for a documentary like this. Um, but yeah. there's other episodes where you weirdly can hear both sides of the yeah, conversation. Yeah, it's not consistent. I forgot to mention, in Fun Run, they show the voicemail that they left, but they show Ryan calling and getting the voicemail. Would they have a camera guy in there just to film Ryan calling? Oh. Why would they have that? Because, like... like That's a good point. They yeah, could have just, didn't... like, had the answering machine play and then a message from Ryan. Then it would have been, like, oh, it was the camera guy that was still at the office as they were leaving or something. But... It's a weird because they, he talks to Ryan earlier on the phone and they don't have footage of him then. Yeah, that's interesting. I thought of that after I listened to the episode we recorded. So, <laughs> so um, corrections. I just watched an episode of Seinfeld where George Costanza leaves this voicemail on this girl's <laughs> machine and it's like he just is going crazy. And so then they like try to sneak into her apartment. When it turns out she was out of town and never got it. Yeah. And he leaves her like a series of messages yeah. that are like, well, if you're not going to call me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they actually like switch out the tape. Yeah. And that's what they had back then. Yeah. Those like little answering machine tapes. Yeah. And like, they didn't know what kind she'd have. So Jerry brought both sizes yeah. of tape. He brought the mini answering machine tape and also the full size. And tape. then she goes, I forgot to tell you, that was hilarious. I love those kind of jokes. And yeah. they're like, damn it, Jerry heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, I, I also, with Michael's disconnect of the, let's say the working, the working people, when he says, all right, well, here's the coupon for half the price of sixty two fifty and half the tip. And then later on, after he's like kidnapped him for maybe an hour or two, it's like, all right, let him go. Pay full price. Give him a good tip. Generous tip. No more than 10%. <laughs> so no good. more than $6.20. <laughs> 
<laughs> so bad. After he like kept him there, he, was, like, he couldn't work all night. Yeah, I've been a delivery driver. That's the problem. Is if you like deliveries that take a long time, it's like or uh, the worst not there. It's not like you're so mad. It's because you're there's missing other out. orders yeah. at home, there that you're missing now. Yeah, and you're either not missing the tip at the very least. But when I did it, I was the only d- driver. So that means like if someone yeah. held me up or they give me the wrong address, now Everybody I'm gonna else go back gonna and everyone's late. gonna be mad and give me yeah. worse tips throughout the whole night, and I'm never gonna catch up because yeah. of this one person. And that's yeah. why I would be mad. Yeah. Not because of that one person's tip. It's like it's going to roll forward and screw up all my tips because everyone's food is going to be cold. You can totally tell when someone hasn't been in the service industry because, you know, like um, when my sister and I go out for dinner, it'll be like, God, our waiter was kind of bad. Let's just leave 20 (laughs) percent. And it's like if you're with somebody who's not in the service industry, they're like, so a dollar for every entree. (laughs) Yeah. I sometimes do the dollar entree for like pickup. Yeah. Or Or a drink. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm going to get, like, things and I'm not being served, it's, like, counter service, then I usually do an, a dollar per thing, which usually ends up being pretty good. Yeah, that's that's Sometimes fair. it's more than 20%. Sometimes it's less, which depends on how it spends. But it's either way. It's the same effort for everyone there, other than the ingredients. Yeah. The ingredients are working harder, just like they do at Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. Yeah, or Whole Foods. Quality. It's better in both quality and ingredients. It's a hot circle of garbage. I love when Kevin says, Oscar, talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good pizza while we wait the hostage situation with the bad pizza to end oh and i love the delivery guy from pizza by alfredo is here you don't have to say it like that <laughs> i didn't say it like <laughs> i didn't say it weird and then when they got out there he's like i'm not paying 60 dollars i'm not paying 60 dollars for pizza that's not pizza <laughs> you're all scared in the background <laughs> it's not good. pizza um yeah is that it michael's just getting emotional i love his demands for the party because he wants everyone to be jealous and then he just sabotages himself by saying like you're an asshole what does he say to ryan in front of everyone um our salesman beat your stupid computer so oh yeah that is Um, pretty harsh to say to the entire company supervisor in front of everybody i can't believe he didn't get and Ryan doesn't say that. anything either. Yeah, he's, just he's just like, like ah, always clear joking. picture. Yeah. And then that's when the pizza gets smashed on his face by Kelly. Mm-hmm. He's two scorned lovers at this branch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so hot. <laughs> I Yeah, I love when Michael and it's actually kind of a heartwarming moment when Michael and um, Dwight are sitting together outside afterwards and yeah. they're like um, making fun of Ryan. Yeah. So question. Yes. How did they know where to go at the end? They didn't know where to go earlier. Michael didn't know. Are they outside the party? Yeah, because when you when they go to the party, when they go to the place, you're like, oh, they just went to get sushi. But then it's they're clearly at the place where the party was because there's another person from Dunder Mifflin in the parking lot who's like, hey, you're the guy from Scranton. Maybe they used like the GPS coordinates of like where the broadcast was coming from. I don't know. I know what Michael should have done. He had a plus one, right? Yeah. Big Jim. Swing by, pick up Ronder Dunder. Ron, who's Ronder Dunder? Ro- oh, Robert, Robert Dunder. And then see if he wants to throw the founder of the company out on his ancient butt <laughs> when they show up at the club. Then you can just leave That's him good. and go party, dance to the faint or whatever. That's good. Um, I also love Michael's um, demands for the party from Angela, which is mm-hmm. go, go dancers, someone famous, pizza with mushrooms, pizza without mushrooms, white pizza, and steak. <laughs> I like that a lot of the demands were pizza. <laughs> But then, like, Michael's like, here's all these demands. I can only help with pizza. And then he proceeds to 
start a hostage situation that rest, lasts the rest of the episode just over the pizza. Like, he could have been helping with all that other stuff or doing something that was constructive. And I also like that, like, they get the ice sculpture, right? And they get the good pizza. But the party is so sad. When they show it, it's really bad. You see it? When, when they show it from the other side, it's just Michael standing there. Hands on his hips. The pizza delivery boy in the corner. <laughs> like, Dwight just standing behind him like a thug. And then just, like, a barren room with, like, the office chairs lined up against the wall. <laughs> Nobody is like jealous that they're having the greatest party. That's for sure. Yeah. And then when he says to Angela, who else could do it? Yeah. She's like, okay. No, really. Who else could do it better? Because <laughs> we need that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it is It is a, a bummer. <laughs> Everyone is kind of bummed out in this episode. That's true. Except for Jim and Pam. Ugh. So happy. All they do is smile. Um. I like when Michael says, let's go to Finder Things Club. Okay. Talk about our favorite things. One of mine is when they get the memo and Michael's like, we got the news. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> like Morse code. But like, we're way too long. Um, you have any finer things? I think I said them all. Oh, I have one more. <laughs> when Andy's asking out Angela, he says, no, I know this is... This is awkward because we work together and up to and possibly including now I've repulsed you. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. I it's a great sentence. I love that he pulled in um Here Comes Trouble. That's right. That's really good. That was I mean, how can you say no to that? Mm. She did. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say? I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you later. Everyone's just staring. And poor Dwight. Mm. He screwed it up though. Yeah, he screwed the pooch. If he hadn't been so cat. aggressive, she probably wouldn't have even been looking for another person to date she's looking for another person to date so he'll stop bugging her yeah right yeah this whole thing could have been avoided if they just like had some chance to cool down yeah yeah well bummer (laughs) bummer dude yeah okay let's go dundee's dundee dundee this is hard nobody's cool in this episode well it's kind of lame, but I think I'm going to give mine to Jim. Jim? Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's going to be called the, oh, the places you'll go. <laughs> Dundee for Jim. That's because he cute. does call out the hostage situation, actively tries to stop it, and is like really nice to Pam. Yeah. And their prank is pretty, uh, I don't know, it's, cre- it's more creative than it is mean, which is always good. Yeah. Not that mean. No, it's not. And, uh, and, it ends and they, they up go the back end. on it. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I guess it's Pam that, that really undoes it at the end. But she wasn't standing right next to the air horn either. <laughs> so she was less annoyed by them. Ow. I am myself. Are you okay? I guess I'm not dreaming. <laughs> um, yeah. So good on Jim. I think he did nice. I, th- I I would agree. That's a good That's a good um, Dundee to give. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give yours too. Um, I'm going to give mine to... It's called the um, Take a Chance on Me Dundee, and it's for Andy. Mm. I just think he's feeling himself. He's probably the only one in the office that is like blissfully unaware of things going on around him. Except it's for a Jim role he'll fill multiple times yeah. <laughs> in this season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> every day, in yep. fact. Um, but he asks out a girl. You know, he's... Um, He's the newest, hottest single guy in the office, so he's going for it. He's got his friends on his side, and he's supportive of Dwight, his, one of his enemies. So, Yeah, they team up a lot. I, I like that. Yeah. Although, so. 
I was wondering what you would think about Andy because he does have that one speech in the middle where he's like, Angela's sending fairly clear signals that she's not interested, but I feel like I should not give up. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, she never like, I. it's hard because it's like, that is her personality. Mm-hmm, that's true. And she never says no or she never says stop doing that. Hmm. Yeah. I just think... I don't get why you'd be into Angela in the first place, but... He's also welcome to date Kelly or Toby. <laughs> or Toby. That was hilarious. I, I love He's how like, quick he is. Hmm. She works here too. How would that be an air <laughs> She's like in He's the so fast with that. And well, then, then when he says Toby, you know, you can tell that Andy's like, maybe I should try, guys. So maybe, yeah, maybe she should have said no earlier. Because she should have if she wanted him to stop. But she like is saying she's so uninterested. I just I just feel bad that someone would have to be hit on so many times. Yeah. In like a single work day. In front of everyone too. Yeah. Well, that big one. Yeah. That would have been the big one to just if it that one hadn't worked, that would have been it, I guess. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean just like to be like, Oh, hey, we're talking, I'm trying to try to scratch your back and stuff like that. It's like, how long would that go on for? I just feel like his mentality where he's like, well, if you like her, then you can't you can't back down is like a huge up. problem yeah. because it's like really just like a thing throughout the day where you're going to be like, well, a few times I should probably try to hit on her and wear right. her down. Like like when he walked to those marathons. Yeah. But, Ooh, they, the, but for her, every time he's like around, she's going to be like, it's coming over here to do something again. Okay. Dundee revoked. <laughs> I actually forgot to have that conversation earlier, so oh, it, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> By giving him an award. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, fine, I'll give my Dundee to there's like nobody good to give it to this episode. You know, I was thinking who you could give it to? Who? Ryan. He launches his website. Not in the like he's a good person way, but like in the you did a thing. What about I'm not sold on that. Hmm. I think I want to keep it. I'll what give about Pam? Two. I'll give it to I'll give two out next time. Okay. <laughs> I've done it before. It's not unprecedented. I know it is not unprecedented. Okay, and then let's rate our episode out of seven. Seven out of seven is absolutely I do. Six out of seven is pretzel day. Five out of seven is beach day. Four out of seven is Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. This is this is the episode for that. Three out of seven is a little stitches. Two out of seven is garbage the cat. One out of seven is pizza by Alfredo. <laughs> a hot circle of garbage the cat. <laughs> okay all right ready three two, two one. one alfredo's Beach pizza cafe day. whoa no what okay i could go up but i liked it better than episode two well then why did you give it a lower rating i mean i liked it worse okay i i hated it more <laughs> <laughs> okay uh <laughs> well, then why did you give it a lower <laughs> um yeah let's do alfredo's that's fine it's just that everyone's bombed in this episode mm-hmm. like it's just kind of the whole mood of the office. Everybody's struggling on their own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I could do Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. Okay. Let's do it. And then let's read a review. I've got one queued up. For our segment, I think I hold up very well to even severe scrutiny. This review by SithMac17 is called, Fine, I'll write a review. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough Dilbert talk. How can you talk about the off 5 life without Dilbert? Five stars. Love you long, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks, SithMac17. That was nice. Remember, if you write us a review on iTunes, 
we will read it. If you write it somewhere other than iTunes, send us an email at the off five podcast at gmail.com to let us know what it was because we I have a hard time finding those sometimes. Yeah, because or if it's not American, uh, iTunes, iTunes also yeah. email it to us so we can read it. Because can you even review on Spotify? Uh, I don't think so. And a lot of iTunes reviews get like aggregated through those other ones too. That's right. Um, does Dilbert have something to do with the off five other than being a I didn't comic strip and cartoon that took place in offices? I didn't know that that was a demand from our fans so well we should talk a little bit about dilbert he doesn't have a mouth <laughs> the main thing about he has him. a weird name his tie is weird let me look up a picture of this guy oh wait here's something i am seeing off five pop up on this one dilbert 2.0 the early years oh <laughs> here's what it was most workplace problems are caused by morons or sadists every group of five people has at least one of each <laughs> of five <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. What are you looking at? Dilbert. <laughs> oh, Dilbert. <laughs> Dilbert Wikipedia by Scott Adams. Thank you so much, everyone, for all your support. Thanks for sending uh, <laughs> Addie emails to tell her how much you wish she wasn't moving. Those have been pouring in since we announced it a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> pouring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can't wait to watch the On Cinema. Real excited to see how the change.org petition goes. <laughs> And my um Rudolph. No, not my Rudolph. Um Angelo. My thing where you get money. Hmm? What is it where you post it and you get money? Oh GoFundMe? Yeah, so Nathan's gotta change dot org. I've gotta go fund me. So donate to whichever one you'd like. <laughs> the one with the most money at the end. Donate to the change. But speaking of donate, we haven't been talking about our, our uh are people that sponsor us through the website, anchor.fm, that we have? Yeah. We have... Oh, yeah, that's right. We have two people that give us give us some money each month. Scott Danger Sabka and... Oh, the other one dropped out. <laughs> well, just one now. Which is Peter, it my Peter, but... <laughs> boyfriend. What the heck? But thank you so much, Scott, for, for that. It, it really means a lot to have... Since an we income gotta, we gotta buy some <laughs> some stuff for the podcast all the time and, uh, and that's that's really nice so if you do want to give us some money you can go to anchor.fm but you don't have to podcast is free yeah and either does scott <laughs> great scott uh can use some of this money to buy you a microphone Two new friends. We're not new friends anymore. Yeah. We're old friends. Two years. Two and a half years. And now you're moving away. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. We're going to have a long distance podcast. We actually, you know what? Flights are super cheap in Denver. Mm-hmm. I'll just come back for a podcast. Every week? Yeah. <laughs> Once a week. Commute. I should at least meet you in Denver. We'll just do it there. <laughs> or we should just record a bunch. Yeah. Oh, right. Do a marathon like yeah. this. Mm-hmm. This is exhausting. Though. I know. <laughs> We're only on two. Oh, my God. Okay.